it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. I don't know why some people feel the need to seemingly hate on Ukraine. Okay, Russia getting that land bridge wouldn't be good. Do I think Zelensky is a stand-up guy? I think he's standing up for his country. At the same time, I'm betting that this unaccounted for billions of dollars that have been flowing into Ukraine, some of that is in a Swiss bank account somewhere. Again, I admire the ferocity of the Ukrainian people to defend their homeland, their nation, their freedom. That does not mean that we just hand over one blank check after another. And apparently, according to Mitch McConnell, that's the number one priority of the Republican Party. Not bringing down inflation, not reducing the cost of energy, not securing the border, not uh, repealing Obamacare, which is now completely out of control if you look at the latest the latest numbers, the latest signups, which I think are up 40% from last year because we've increased the subsidies to 400% above the poverty level. So a family of four earning six figures is getting subsidized health care now. So this is not about the indigent poor. And by the way, I don't, I don't need to even allow this game to be played with me. Did I mention my favorite phrase now is Democrat cat ladies? If I haven't, my, my favorite new phrase is Democrat cat ladies. I'm going to be using that. to, And you know exactly who I'm talking about when I say Democrat cat ladies. These are overeducated, useless women who don't really work for a living. And they're everywhere. And they're everywhere. You see them at school board meetings defending porn. They're everywhere. But the Democrat cat ladies think that they make the rules for debate. So if you even dare talk about what is going on at the border, you're automatically accused of bigotry by the Democrat cat ladies. We are watching as the number of people crossing the border is increasing. The Daily Mail puts it at 14,000 a day. And Title 42 hasn't even been lifted yet. And the Biden administration, look at, look, look at this, this what, is the, what is the military phrase, a, a, a monkey effing a... A football? Is that the phrase? It is something that displays great ineptitude? That's the that's the term for it, I think, in the military. If the if the Democrat cat ladies in Washington, DC get a whiff that somebody somewhere might be hiding a nickel from the government, they want eighty seven thousand new IRS agents. Because the Democrat cat ladies, you know, the, you need funding for NPR which got a massive infusion of cash in this new omnibus spending bill, NPR and PBS. By the way, I have the list of senators, Republican senators that are supporting this pile of garbage. And some of them are quite shocking if you want the honest truth. Some of them to be expected, but some of them are quite shocking. The Democrat cat ladies love the idea of spending money on the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, which there's no warrant for in the Constitution. Not at all. None. Zero. There's no line of text in the Constitution that would assume the federal government would fund any media. But they do. 
But the Democrat cat ladies don't like the idea of you talking about all this spending and the 14,000 people per day that are going to cross the border illegally that we are going to have to take care of. And we've been taking care of them. When someone comes along and says, illegals don't qualify for taxpayer-funded welfare benefits, that's a lie. That's an absolute lie. As long as there's a child in the household, the whole family gets covered. So if Ma and Pa run across the border illegally and Ma and Pa do the uh, hanky-panky and they make a baby, that baby's air fingers, quote, an American citizen. And if they make two babies, three babies, four babies, see, my the Democrat cat ladies don't even like me talking about this. this is, and all I ask is it when I'm factually incorrect, to correct the record. As long as Ma and Pa keep making babies, they keep getting state-sponsored, federal-sponsored subsidies for the babies. And the family uses these benefits. So we are subsidizing illegal immigration in this country. Now, someone would say, Andrew, what do you want to do, put them on the street? No, I, I just, I want the law enforced. If someone crosses the border illegally, they should be immediately returned to the country from which they came. Well, what about asylum seeking? Well, un un unless you're dealing with someone who is coming to the United States as the first or the nearest safe country, how many countries should somebody be able to, to, to traverse before they get into the United States? Five, six, seven countries travel from around the world? Let me just be blunt here. While we're talking about another $1.7 trillion, I believe it's $47 million for Ukraine. $47 million. The United States could secure the border, meaning we could fund a border wall with sensors 30 feet down and spires 30 feet above. We could secure the border. We built the Hoover Dam. We could secure the border. We landed on the moon. We could secure the border. The United States beat back the Nazis and Imperial Japan. We could secure the border. This country gave rise to the interweb machine. We could secure the border. We don't want to secure the border because the Democrat cat ladies want the border open. They see it as, you know, more kids in free pre-K or something. That's where you find a lot of Democrat cat ladies in primary education. We could secure the border and cut legal. I'm saying legal. We can cut legal immigration by 75% and our economy would be fine. The idea that the economy requires an endless stream of unskilled and largely illiterate people is a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. If we cut welfare by 75% as well, we would have all that available labor that the economy needs. So when someone says, well, actually, they do the jobs that Americans don't want to do. Well, yeah, stop paying people not to work and the problem is solved. Let me give you a basic of economics. So basic that even a Democrat cat lady can understand. If you set the minimum wage, if you set the minimum wage at $50,000 a year, meaning you're going to give somebody 50 grand to do nothing. I mean, nothing. 
You don't have to do it. You have to fill out paperwork once in a blue moon and, uh, oh, of course, vote. But really, you ain't got to do jack. If a business wanted that person on their roster in labor, how much would they have to pay that person to do something? Well, it can't be 50 grand. You pay me 50 grand, I can do nothing for 50 grand. I could sit on ass all day. I could flatten couch cushions, watch TV, order Uber Eats, and do nothing all day. And if I have a little extra cash, hell, I could, I could smoke a blunt. I could do nothing. So if you want me to work, I'm not going to do it for 50 grand. Think they're going to get off the couch for 51 grand? That doesn't sound like a lot of money for a year's worth of work. Whatever, wherever you set the minimum threshold of universal basic income or welfare or food stamps or wherever it is, every business, every business, every business is going to have to pay above that. And that puts government in direct competition with business. Now, Bernie would tell you, but pay them a, pay them a fair wage. But if the government is going to set that threshold. Any business, any anyone's labor who's not worth 50 grand, I mean, it's like the minimum wage. If you set the minimum wage at 1750 an hour, and the most productive somebody could be is 12 bucks an hour, that job's going to go away or it's never going to be created. And there's one one place where I see no I don't see a lot of gray area. And that is distinguishing or differentiating between welfare and work when you use the word income. Democrat cat ladies and academics don't really care how you get the income. Whether you are self-sufficient, self-reliant, you've learned the skills of being on time. Being an employee is a skill. Just as being an entrepreneur is a skill, being a manager is a skill, being a business owner is a skill, these are skills. And part of the skill of being an employee is budgeting your time, being on time, being prepared for work, presenting yourself to the business, its clients, whoever. That includes me. I can't just get in here whenever the hell I want. That's there's there's It's even more stringent when you look at radio, right? You can't be a minute late when you're, when your show starts. But when you take someone out of the workforce and you say income, what's the difference? $50,000 for work, $50,000 for sitting on ass. After a certain amount of time, that person becomes unemployable. That person no longer has the skills of being the employee. That person has no motivation. Bettering themselves is just that that's the, the dream has gone awry. And that's what the Democrats want at the border. That's what the Democrats want. You want to talk about seasonal workers? Like I said, we could cut, we could cut legal immigration and still have seasonal workers. If you say apple orchards in upstate New York or Whatever it is, the, these uh, seasonal regional businesses, they can't find workers. Okay. You invite, want to invite some people in for you know, three, four months out of the year? That's fine. But they're talking about citizenship. 
where people are going to be voting on the tax rates of others, the spending of the government. Let me ask you something. What does $31.5 trillion mean to somebody at the Rio Grande Valley right now? What does it mean to them at the Rio Grande? What does it mean? At Eagle Pass, what does it mean in El Paso? What does $31.5 trillion mean? What does it mean? It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. It, what does that mean? What does Article 1, Section 8 mean? What does Article 4, Section 4 mean? What does sovereignty mean? It means nothing. They want to be out of where they are, and they want to be here, and that's all that matters. And if somebody was told, well, you know, 14,000 of you crossing the border illegally might have a negative effect, not going to care about that either. They want what they want, and who can blame them? That doesn't mean we have to give it to them. That also should be a reason why we cut off their home governments from foreign aid. Why are we sending the money there? Our foreign aid policy is defined by this. We send money there, they send people here. We send money there, they send people here. And we get nothing in return. We don't ask for drilling rights, mineral rights, mining rights, agricultural rights, a change to property laws. You know, in Mexico, Americans aren't allowed to earn own certain types of businesses. You can be in there legally and they'll say, no, nope, you can't own that business. You got to be Mexican by birth. It's in their constitution. We never turn around in these countries and say, you know what? If you want, you know, $30 million in foreign aid, you're going to lift some restrictions on American products, on American businesses, on the sale of land, et cetera, et cetera. We don't do that. We just go, you know what? We're, we have stupid taxpayers that will just give you whatever they want. And if we get to the point, the threshold of 51% not paying taxes, then it won't matter. If the foreign aid packages increase and some people start to grumble, they'll just increase the social welfare here in the United States. Who cares? No one's paying for it. We'll just borrow and print. And these people crossing the border, when we talk about unsustainable spending, do they even know what that means? Do they care? Of course not. They want what they want. And the Democrat cat ladies want to give it to them. Wine 695 Patriot 9572874. You can scream bigotry all you want. I'm not listening to you. There's nothing bigoted in what I said. We're right, they're wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Serious XFA. You can join me live on the Will Count Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon West, on Sirius XM Patriot, Channel 125.